0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy Logan, and today we're going to be talking about Marvel's Daredevil moving forward. Um, but first, before I do that, I want to announce that I finally have an Instagram, uh, page now, uh, that you can go follow. Um, PC Boys Podcast, uh, spelled all lowercase, no spaces and you'll, uh, find me on Instagram, go follow my Instagram page, and in, uh, the links that I have in my bio, you can go to the Anchor website to watch my podcast, and there's another link in there to our Discord, which is where I put all of, like, my news updates and whatnot, um, the Instagram page is just kind of gonna be there to, like, announce new episodes coming out, or, you know, maybe some quick news flashes, um, but outside of that, there is isn't gonna be a hell of a lot posted on my podcast instagram it's mainly just there to give people an easy way to access the discord which is where most of the information is um but yeah so just kind of wanted to talk about that real quick before we got into this just so you guys are aware that i do have an instagram account now that i've been saying that i was gonna make i finally got around to doing it um but yeah so marvel's daredevil um is coming to Disney Plus, uh, I believe they start filming by the end of the year on it, um, I'm really concerned about Daredevil for Disney Plus, because when it comes to Daredevil, if they change Daredevil as we know him, right, they decide to make him PG-13, they really tone down the violence, they try to make him into more of a funny character, it's going to ruin the Daredevil that we have all come to love at this point. And that's, you know, majorly important to me because as someone that loves Daredevil and he is my second favorite um, live-action hero next to Spider-Man and, and second favorite hero even in, in comics, um, you know, to the fact that Daredevil is going to be now written by a different team I think should have every Daredevil fan worried. Because, obviously, if your character that you know, right, gets changed because of a writing team, it doesn't matter if you get the right actor or the same actor, it's not going to do anything. Because at the end of the day, you already have pre-established knowledge with this version of the character. Now, I see people online talking about, is Daredevil connected to the MCU? Is it not daredevil is connected to the mcu i don't know why i have to explain this a lot of times but will or or, excuse me vincent d'onofrio came out back when hawkeye came out um and he was on a podcast or on a youtube channel doing an interview they're very small i forgot who he was doing it with but he explained that I'm playing the same character from the Netflix series. It's just time has passed on since then. So, this is the same characters from the Marvel Netflix uh, Daredevil sh- uh, series, which is now on Disney Plus. It's the same characters. It's the same universe. So, I don't know why there's people still out there with that confusion. I mean, it's literally been confirmed. Um there there would be no point to bring back the same actors as well on a logical standpoint to redo their characters it just would make no sense because in my eyes, if you reboot Daredevil even using the same actors, it's not Daredevil to me. It's not Daredevil to the fans of the Netflix series. It's a different version. So, the problem with the MCU is, is, will Daredevil get the MCU treatment? This is the ultimate, like, nail in the coffin for Daredevil if this happens, because if I go to watch this Marvel, uh, Daredevil Netflix series, or, excuse me, Disney Plus series gosh damn it, the fucking contract's still getting to me, um, if I go and watch this new series that Disney is making, and Daredevil is not acting like himself, like, it's not serious, it's not gritty, it's not dark, there's no, like, you know, bloody, you know, fight scenes, and especially a hallway fight scene, because we gotta have one of those, obviously, every season, then I'm gonna be very, um, I'm going to be very disappointed, and uh, depending on how good the quality of the show is, um, I could possibly be very upset. Um, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but my dad is, and I've been watching Kenobi with him, and with Episode 3 and him and Vader fighting, it was so underwhelming and so poorly done that it's like, fan films looks better than it, right? So for me, when I'm looking at everything, I want um, everything to be the way that it's supposed to be like it is in the netflix series i don't care if time has passed or not you can't just change the tone of a series of a character regardless of how much time passes Daredevil was always one of those series where it's a crime drama more so than a superhero show, but when the action scenes come, they're very brutal, they're very violent, and I have the feeling that, you know, if Marvel does not make Daredevil a mature series, a TV mature series, that it's going to suffer pitfalls immensely. Because for someone that has watched all three seasons of Daredevil and every season of the Marvel Netflix series for each and every character, getting used to seeing violence like that from those characters to go to a, a Disney Plus show and then to have them remove all that, you know, violence and, and darker undertones and stuff it, it will not be the same, I think that you have to do Daredevil, and the Marvel Netflix characters, especially Punisher, in a TV mature format, and I feel like, you know, even with Daredevil, I think that there, or excuse me, uh, Deadpool, that a reason that we haven't seen much of Deadpool, in my personal opinion, I think is because, you know, number one, it's still in very, very early development, but maybe Disney and Ryan Reynolds, um, uh, filming company, which they're doing, uh, like a co-production on the next Deadpool, Marvel Studios and them for the first time, um, that there might be some disputes about, you know, obviously the rated R stuff, because at the end of the day, we know that the next Deadpool is going to be a Marvel Studios movie, but here's the thing. Marvel Studios with Moon Knight could have in that first leap into TV Mature. They could have. Moon Knight is by far a TV Mature character. They didn't do bad with PG-13. Like There was still blood. There was still brutal fight scenes in the first few episodes when he was taking on uh, the Jackals. But after that, it wasn't that. It wasn't brutal. It wasn't Anything like that, and that's a problem for me because there are some characters like Spider-Man where I'm like, yeah, PG-13 makes sense. Even Captain America and stuff, I can take as a PG-13, right? But with characters like Moon Knight, Blade, Daredevil, Jessica Jones... Luke Cage, you could very much get away with doing PG-13. I don't think Luke Cage needs to be rated R. Um, and Punisher, right? There are some characters where that rated R or TV mature rating is needed. And then there's characters where it's not needed. So I think what Marvel needs to do with this next Daredevil series is go into that TV mature realm. Because if they don't... A lot of fans are not going to like the series. I'm sorry to say this, but everybody that likes Daredevil likes Daredevil because it's gritty, it's very realistic, it's very violent. There's a lot of things about it that drive people to it because it's very different than the normal Marvel content that you you know consume on Disney Plus or that you can have consumed in the movies. It's so different. And that's the thing for me. Daredevil was so intriguing to me because it was so different from every Marvel project I had watched prior. And for me, it's important for Daredevil to keep that difference and to go forward and still be a dark character. If you're going to make a Daredevil series and you're not going to make Daredevil a character that is dark, that is of TV mature status, he's not going to feel like the same Daredevil. It might be Charlie Cox playing it. Well, we know it's going to be Charlie Cox, but you get the point. Even if they replaced him or whatever, it's not going to be the same without that TV mature rating. And because we're used to seeing Charlie Cox's Daredevil in a TV mature rating, you know, um, realm, if they aren't playing in that same play box, and they're deciding to go into more the kid-family-friendly side of things, Daredevil's not going to work. It's just not going to. For me, personally, I can tell you, I will not like the show if they're not making it TV mature. Because now you're taking that audience base that's grown accustomed to this Daredevil for three seasons, and now you're just essentially kidifying him by lowering down the violence and lowering down the blood and the gore and stuff. It's like... Why even Why even make the show then? Why even introduce Daredevil? If you're not going to do him justice, in my honest opinion. Luke Cage is the only Marvel Netflix character, in my opinion, that you could do without needing it to be rated R. Because, in all honesty, Luke Cage is bulletproof. You don't really need to do Luke Cage rated R. You don't. But every other series... Uh, Except for Iron Fist, Iron Fist you don't need it either, but every other series, you need to have that dark aspect, that's what made them different, Punisher, obviously, Daredevil, very much so, Jessica Jones, you can maybe get away with not doing it there, but, I mean, I personally thought it worked well with Jessica Jones, um... But that's that's the main thing that I think with Daredevil is my major concern, the writing because with the Marvel Netflix shows writing has not been the best. Um, there have been few good shows. Loki was really good. Moon Knight was really good. Like if I had to rate my shows right now, in like um, not counting What If, of course, because I didn't really watch What If. I watched like two episodes out of that. Um, the only thing that I, I, I would say are good is, uh, Loki, Moon Knight, and Hawkeye. Those are the only shows that, out of the Disney Plus series that have come out, that I would really say I would give a re-watch. Um, I would not re-watch any other series. Falcon and Winter Soldier, bored the shit out of me. Never could get into that show. Uh, WandaVision, started off very good, and then it broke apart especially towards the finale, so I would not re-watch WandaVision. I would re-watch that over Falcon and Winter Soldier, but not by much. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I had pretty high expectations for. I was thinking like Captain America, Winter Soldier, Civil War kind of vibes. Nope did not get either of those, (laughs) not for me, I did not like it, okay, my friend David, uh, fellow PC boy of the past, he, I was listening to his YouTube channel, uh, you should go follow him, Davey Munn, on YouTube, um, he was talking about how he really enjoyed Falcon and Winter Soldier, I can't enjoy it, I couldn't get into the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, to me, it was just boring, okay, and preachy, preachy and boring, that's how I would describe the show, um, and the Flag Smashers, I just didn't care, I just, I really didn't care about the Flag Smashers, uh, you know, some shows are made for people, and some shows are not. My friend David, you know, he likes a oh, majority of the Marvel and F- uh, or Disney Plus shows. Me? I, 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 I only like three of them, you know? Out of, like, the five that they've made, not including What If? I've, I've only liked three, and that's it. That's pretty disappointing to me. The first two that they had were the worst, They have gotten better, but I think that Loki kind of sets the standard right now for Disney Plus shows, for Marvel. And then, of course, Daredevil has the potential to exceed that. It's Daredevil. For me, anyways, it could very well exceed it. But it depends on, do they make it written well? And then, do they make it TV mature? Those are the two things that will lead to the success of Daredevil. Keeping it TV mature and writing a good fucking story. Because anything on Disney Plus that isn't written by Jon Favreau, it seems like, or besides the three Marvel shows that I've been talking about, sucks. So, Yeah, even the new Home Alone movie that I watched this winter was fucking terrible. I was like, what the fuck is this? You completely missed the point of Home Alone. Completely missed the point of Home Alone. So, yeah, I'm very worried for the new upcoming Daredevil series. Because Disney does not know what the fuck they are doing. They don't. And that's what has me worried, because I know that there are people out there that love everything that come out of Disney+, and I know that there are people out there that don't like anything that comes out of Disney. I am somebody that's, like, in the middle. Some of the things that Disney comes out with, especially on the Marvel side of things, is good, and some of the things are really fucking bad, And with Marvel Phase 4, it's been a mixed bag, heavily. Spider-Man No Way Home, good. Shang-Chi, good. Hawkeye, good. Moon Knight, good. Uh, Loki, good. Eternals, dog shit. (laughs) WandaVision, not that great. Falcon Winter Soldier, boring as fuck. Black Widow, a big disappointment for something that I was really excited for. When I say that Marvel Phase 4 has been very bad, I don't mean that lightly. Doctor Strange, eh, it's okay. At least from what I've heard. I will be giving my review on Multiverse of Madness when it comes out on Blu-ray and DVD. I'm no longer going to the theaters for majority of movies anymore because my favorite theater is shut down and I don't want to fucking travel hundreds of hours away, it feels like, to just go watch a damn movie, so I'm content with just waiting for them to come out, and then giving my thoughts well after the fact, but at the end of the day, I gotta tell you guys, right now when it comes to Marvel, I'm just, I'm not super excited about Marvel anymore, you know, and that's the thing, that's what's really sad about everything, my passion for Marvel Studios has gone down, comic books for me died a long time ago, okay, after Ultimate Spider-Man, and you know, they introduced Miles Morales and stuff, but not too long after that, I kind of fell out of comics, at least the new stuff, because the new stuff I don't think is written well, I don't like the new Marvel comics. I like the older stuff. If I, if I go back to like the early 2000s to like the 2010s, 2012s, that's when I think there was, uh, you know, a lot of good comic stories. That's when I grew up. That's the comic storylines that I was reading about, right? I was not reading what they get, you know, put out today. Not to mention, I don't have the time to sit down and read comic books anymore. I sometimes buy old comics that I really like so I could read them once in a while if I'm, like, you know, on a drive somewhere and I'm gonna, like, you know, bus or something, which was like, never, but, you know, I have them there just in case I ever get some time to reread the glory days of Marvel Comics, but I don't read any new stuff, so comics died for me a while ago, and now Marvel Studios, their movies are very hit and miss. Some movies, Marvel Studios, and projects they have I'm really excited for. Like, for instance, Spider-Man freshman year. Really fucking excited about that. Obviously, because it's Spider-Man. Hopefully, we'll get some Ben Parker insights. Um, and then on top of that, um, you know, we got Marvel Zombies. I, I want to see more Marvel Zombies. I'm fucking excited about that. The Werewolf by Night, Disney Plus, um, you know, Halloween special. I'm fucking, I want to see that. Like, that's really exciting, too. There are things I'm excited about going forward, but that's not everything you know, and there are some projects I'm excited for, the Thor, the new Thor movie looks better than it did after the second trailer was released, made the movie a lot more enticing, because the first trailer really did not get me excited, it was a terrible trailer, the teaser was awful, second trailer got me really hyped, more hyped than Doctor Strange, which in my opinion was one of the most overhyped movies, by a long shot. Top Gun Maverick, a movie that I want to see. Everybody's saying good things about it. Chances are I probably will too because I love the original Top Gun. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I'm very, I'm very sad because of the decline of Marvel and its content. And maybe not everybody feels the same way as I do on it, but for me personally, the fact that I can't get excited for every new upcoming Marvel project. Really has me sad. Like, obviously Spider-Man I'll be over the moon for, but the next Spider-Man movie won't be for a few years at the earliest, right? But we know that they're going to be making a Spider-Man 4. I mean, Spider-Man, out of any Marvel character, has the best chance of making the most amount of movies. Sony has me more excited for what they're doing with their Spider-Verse. You know, you got Madame Web. Kraven, I'm not so excited for. But... You know, Sony has me excited. I still love Venom. I haven't seen Morbius yet. I will when it comes out on Blu-ray here. I think this month. And, um... You know, I'll give my thoughts on that when I see it. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but like I said, there's some guilty pleasure movies. Like, Venom is, is a guilty pleasure movie for me. Yeah, Venom isn't the most groundbreaking movie or anything, but I like it. Venom is funny, it's entertaining, and that's all that I need because... You know, when it comes to certain Marvel movies like Deadpool for instance, Deadpool doesn't need to have this over the top extravagant plot. It just got to be entertaining. Venom just has to be entertaining. Morbius just has to be entertaining. As long as I'm entertained and having a fun time with some of these movies, it doesn't matter to me. When I go into a Spider-Man movie, I expect to have a good written plot because Spider-Man is such a very well-written character that Spider-Man's not just a fun movie. There needs to be substance to his character because of all the trauma and loss that he has. Entertainment value with him comes from a good story. Marvel Studios movies, right? Guardians of the Galaxy, a fun movie. I wouldn't say Guardians of the Galaxy needs to be an over-the-top, like, really well-written film. Guardians just needs to be fun. Ant-Man and the Wasp needs to be fun. The only movies that need really good writing are, like, spy movies, you know, uh, movies like Captain America, you know, needs good writing, or Iron Man needs good writing, black widow would need good writing and stuff like movies like that need good writing but if you're talking about something that's like a guardians a venom a morbius or whatever they just need to be entertaining it all depends on like is your character supposed to be entertaining or is there supposed to be an in-depth story some characters need good writing and an in-depth story some characters just need a fun movie and that's the thing when you look at marvel studios guardians of the galaxy and ant-man are those fun movies They are, they, you know, the the plots of those movies are just mainly fun. They aren't anything super crazy and over the top, especially Ant-Man, of all, you know, characters, but like Black Widow, Avengers, uh, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, those movies need to be written well. That's why I didn't enjoy Thor Ragnarok. My opinion wasn't written well. That's why I didn't like it. My honest opinion. Not everybody will agree with that opinion, but that's my personal opinion. I don't think it was written well, therefore I didn't enjoy it. I think that's pretty fair for me to say. Now, um, thinking about the future of Marvel, it's very uncertain for Phase 4, I know that they're building up to Kang, but here's the problem. If you can't get us to care about these characters that you're introducing or that you're building up, you're gonna have problems. She-Hulk could go very well or very bad. I'm not sure how She-Hulk is going to be. Hopefully good for my dad's sake, because my dad's a Hulk fan. But, um, if not, then, uh... I don't know. Marvel has me very worried. Because Marvel is no longer hitting the fucking line. Or hitting the dot every time now. DC is starting to make the better movies now. Not Marvel. DC is getting more consistent. I mean, you know, DC has Wonder Woman. Shazam. Aquaman. Um... The Snyder Cut even, you know, and the newest Batman, Joker, DC's starting to get some good movies together, Um, and I'm not a DC fan, I did buy the Batman the other day at uh, Walmart, so I will be watching that either tonight or this weekend when my dad's at camp, and I'll be giving a review on that for next week's um, podcast, so... There will be a review next week of the Batman from a Marvel fan's perspective. And when I say that it's from a Marvel fan's perspective, I don't know much about DC at all. Outside of the basics. But I will be giving you a, like, essentially comparing Batman to, like, the greats of Marvel. Or a Marvel movie that rivals it. Um, and I will even be like, this is what this movie is better than c- come when it comes to Marvel. Because when it comes to Marvel right now, I think they're in a they're in a little bit of a sticky situation. Marvel has made so many good movies. 20 something good movies. That's 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 really good. It's hard to make 20 consecutive very well received movies. It's pretty hard to do that. But Marvel movies, they are, you know, they're they're not at their prime anymore. The Infinity Saga was the prime of Marvel, and now that we go forward with Marvel, the franchise is not going to be as good anymore. You're going to have your really bad Marvel movies. You're going to have your really good Marvel movies, but you're not going to have as consistently of a good you know, pool of movies as you used to, because number one, you're introducing new characters. There's no guarantee that everybody's going to relate and connect to those characters. There is no guarantee. Spider Man, I think, is gonna do just fine. I think Spider Man's probably the most successful character that there is in the MCU right now. Now that Captain America's gone, now that Iron Man's gone, Spider Man is gonna be your big money maker, and that's mainly Sony's profit, more so than Marvel's. Sony's taking majority of that profit, so. When you look at Marvel right now, everything is very, um, it's very interesting because the landscape over Phase 4 has changed so much that now other movies out there that aren't Marvel movies got me more excited for them than a Marvel film. So, for instance, like the new Top Gun, more excited about the new Top Gun than for Doctor Strange. I would have gone this past weekend to see Top Gun, but I was working, unfortunately. My dad and brother did go see it. And then, like, that movie has me more excited than fucking Doctor Strange does. Like, you know, that should tell you that Marvel does not have the hype that it used to. It genuinely doesn't. Marvel does not have the hype it used to. And that's obviously because a lot of the characters that we know and love are, you know, they're not gonna be the forefront anymore, you know, Kate Bishop will become the next Hawkeye, Spider-Man will be that next Iron Man role, um, you know, Falcon will take over for Captain America, you'll have, which, I mean, he's been there since, you know, phase two, so, I mean, you know, Falcon's fine, I mean, he's still an original face by my standpoint, but, um, you also have other characters as well that are coming into the fray that are new. Like you have Miss Marvel coming in. She's new. You're going to have Jennifer Walters, aka She Hulk, coming in. That's new. You have the Eternals. You got Shang-Chi. You know, you have a bunch of new characters coming into the fray, coming into this universe. And the problem is. With that, is not everybody's going to like all these characters. Now there are, there's gonna be those people that love everything that Marvel does, even if it sucks. And then they're gonna defend it to the ends of the days. And then you're gonna have the people that hate everything that Marvel puts out because they just hate Marvel. Or they hate fucking diversity or whatever the fuck. You know? When it comes to me, I just want a good movie. I don't give a shit. And I'm a Marvel fan. I'm a Marvel Comics fan. You do right by the comics, you'll do well with me. That's why Moon Knight was in my, like, top series, because they did Moon Knight very similar to the comics. They changed up Stephen Grant a little bit, but I was able to look past it because the rest of the show, you know, they've, they really dived into the character, as they should have, and his personalities. So, when it comes down to it, you've got to be somebody that understands that Marvel movies, they're not in their prime anymore, it's a hit or miss with them, and it, it, it's the reason why I'm worried about Daredevil, honestly, it's its the one reason that the new Daredevil series that's coming out, I'm super worried about, it's just, it's not the same Marvel Studios that I grew up with, so, but, um, thank you very much for listening, I hope you all enjoyed, um, I have noticed that my viewership has taken a steep decline, um but that's obviously due to the fact that i wasn't posting as often and obviously that can really disrupt people if they're looking for a constant schedule um but we are in the summer so every thursday we got a podcast coming talking about something next week it's going to be the batman review um but i did want to talk about daredevil this week obviously um i mentioned it last week that i wanted to talk about daredevil and why i'm worried about it and you know, normally I go into a tangent and just talk about Marvel in general, but you know, that happens. But, uh, thank you again for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll catch you all next week for the review of The Batman.